Life Audio. Hello, thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jessica Van Rokel. And after this short word from our sponsor, we'll continue our Journey to Easter series with a discussion on the verse, Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Today's Bible verse is Matthew chapter 23, verse 37. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you. How often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings and you were not willing. The old farmhouse stood to the side of the dirt road. The grasses grew tall around the sagging front porch, and a tattered curtain hung limp in the front window. I pushed open the door and gingerly walked into the room. The wallpaper peeling and the chipping paint whispered tales of a family long gone. The house seemed to sorrow over long-ago memories, and I lamented stories lost as I wandered the hallway of my great-great-grandmother's home. No longer could I speak with her, for time had taken her, and all that was left was a weathered stone grave marker. Yesterday, Carol discussed John twelve, twenty-seven through 33 where Jesus talked about how the Son of Man must be lifted up and what kind of death he would experience. Today, we will discuss Jesus' heart for people and his response to their pattern of rejecting the prophets God sent to them throughout the years including the Messiah, God's own Son, Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter 23, Jesus gave a harsh but true speech about the religious leaders and ministers of that day. They appeared righteous because they did all the apparent right things of keeping the law and enforcing it in others. 
Their hearts, however, contained hypocrisy, pride, and wickedness. While they may have looked attractive on the outside, their insides hid death and corruption. Jesus called them to account for their behavior toward prophets sent by God to turn their hearts back to him, but they refused. It was at this point when Jesus cried, O Jerusalem, O Jerusalem, the city who kills prophets and stones, those who are sent to it, how often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. Jesus revealed his and the Father's broken heart over the spiritual lostness of humanity and their refusal to turn to him to receive him and his gift of salvation. The Israelites expected the Messiah to be a social activist and political leader to restore Israel nationally and to rule the nations on earth. Jesus promised a spiritual salvation and to establish his kingdom and hearts before his second coming to rule the earth. He explained that his way was through service and humility, not through laying oppressive burdens on people and doing good works for the praise of men. Jesus knew the people would reject him, and he lamented over what they will suffer by refusing to believe in him. He desired to protect the people from the terrible judgments that would come if and when they rejected him. His heart broke for them in a way a mother's heart breaks for their child who chooses a path which leads to destruction. The word picture of a hen gathering her chicks is a beautiful picture of Jesus's desire to protect, nourish, and cherish. He longs to make us safe, content, part of a community, to promote our growth and to know his love. But it can only happen when we come to him when he calls us. He was willing to receive his people, but were they? The Israelites were not, and his heart broke for them. The great preacher Charles Spurgeon gave a sermon titled, I Would, But Ye Would Not, where he described the people's unwillingness to receive the Messiah as he was and not as their assumption of a political savior. The Lord's sorrow over Jerusalem's stubbornness is a testimony to the free choice of the human will to resist God's grace and will for their lives. God loves humankind enough to give us the choice to receive him or to reject him. There are times when we read about Christ's time on earth through the lens of a grand story, and it's hard to remember he really did walk the earth. He actually spoke with people, and the miracles did happen. He then went on to experience a horrific death on the cross, but he rose from the dead so that we could be reconciled to God. He willingly went to the cross. Are we willing to receive his act of love? His gift of salvation can be ours if we come to him with our will, ready to surrender to his love and direction in our lives. Charles Spurgeon described the kind of will that does come to Jesus in his sermon, I would, but you would not, as a real will, a practical doing will, an immediate will, and a settled will. In our words today, I would describe a real will as a sure decision, 
A practical doing will is a will determined to live life transformed because of Jesus Christ. An immediate will is an obedient heart. And a settled will is one who is secure in the knowledge of God's amazing, saving grace. We have the word of God and never need to wonder or lament over lost stories. We can simply turn to Jesus and he receives us because he is willing. Let's pray. Holy God, I just praise you for your tender heart toward humanity. The fact that that you lament, that you sorrow over those who reject you, and yet you still stand willingly with arms outstretched to receive. God, turn our hearts to receive you. Turn our hearts to have a will determined to follow after you, to receive your free gift of salvation, to walk in the strength and power that your Holy Spirit provides. God, I praise you for your tender heart for us, and I thank you for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. What do you do when your world is falling apart? How do you march when it would be easier to stay where you are and die? Join me every week on the March or Die podcast, and we'll discuss that and so much more.